Welcome to Come Queens, the pussy positive podcast challenging cultural norms around our bodies, sexuality, and pleasure so that we can uplift that matriarchy and suppress that heteropatriarchy. Yeah. One conversation at a time. I'm Grace. And I'm Charlotte. On this week's episode, we talk about the 90s and 2000s cultural phenomenon of the purity movement and how it came to be. So, big part of that purity movement was um, accoutrement, rings, purity rings. Well, you know, you have to you have to tell the world the purity rings are like the chastity belt of our time. Mm, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the best way that I can I can think about it. A little more comfortable, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, and then it's like you have to. I don't know. It's interesting that you would. I mean, I think about it with wedding rings too. Like when we were researching this, I was like, "Ah," oh. because I don't like that you like wear a wedding r- that you're branded the engagement that the woman wears the wedding ring before, and then the dude doesn't wear it until That's the true. wedding. That's true. That's true. Because you're wear- already reserved. Both people should wear it. I think, or neither, either, or yeah, just it should be the same. I did like it though. Oh, I liked my ring. Yeah. But I mean, I'm just saying, I guess the intention behind it. And does anybody even look? Well, people look at purity rings. And people do look. Yeah. I don't, but I I feel it. Like, well, and why should I? Because I'm not out here trying to. Trying to catch these. Yeah. Uh, but some people just don't give a shit. Um, That's true. But my husband loses his wedding ring like every year. So oh. we have to keep oh. getting new ones. <laughs> um, but purity rings are a completely different situation you're so lucky that you just lived your life like not like unawares of this well I um I knew one person in high school who had one and it was a silver ring and she explained that it meant she's not gonna have sex and I, and I remember in high school I was like that's weird yeah but then I didn't think of anything more of it that's the only person do you know like when they got it she got it mm, no I was like a freshman in high school and this was this took place during our health class too which where we learned about sex the rings they talked about oh no no because i noticed she had the ring she was in my group and i was like what's that and she's like oh did your did they teach you abstinence was she like i'm abstaining uh i don't i guess so but it it was they definitely talked about stds stis we watched a birthing video that's when i had my oh seizure seizure. yeah um (laughs) I wish I had had a seizure in the middle of getting my purity ring so that I could have gotten out of it. Uh, I have a very classic story. I really don't know. I I mean, I feel weird asking my dad what age I was because he probably is going to know. I'm just going to come talk shit about it. But I would imagine 13. I think that's like the you think younger. I'm, I'm positive it was before 13. Jesus. And the reason why they were is expecting big things from me. The oh, timeline. <laughs> right. They had to move it up. They're yeah. like this bitch. No. Um, <laughs> well, because you started singing songs about lips and stuff. When I was reading about this, I read 11 is like the typical age. And I would say wow. that that and the reason why I know I wasn't 13 is just because of where my dad lived at the time. Uh, like because he was still living in Missouri. Um and, you know, it was very, yeah, my dad was like, well, he moved away when I was three to Missouri to go to seminary and then became a Baptist preacher. Whoa. Um, and, 
Yeah, so he lived next door to a church for a while, but then he ended up shifting out of that. And so he was in a different job at the time, but we were still there. And he had like, there was this, there was this resort in this town that had just reopened. It was called um, the Elms. And it was, it was, they had a really cool lazy river that had all these like trippy paintings mm-hmm. on the walls. And I was super into it. Um, and so he took me out to this nice dinner mm-hmm. there Uh I think he got me flowers. Um, I dressed up. It was like a yeah, a daddy a, date. Yeah. Uh, which is it's, so weird. Yeah, it definitely is. And I don't even think like I because I was I was so young at the time that I didn't even know about sex. So like none of this was even it wasn't like I was thinking about it or anything. Mm-hmm. Um I don't even know if I had my period. If I was eleven I didn't. Um, so he, he took me out to this dinner and then like had this whole conversation with me. And I remember just being like very confused and being like, what my best friend, Kyle, um, he, I remember him like warning me about my best friend, Kyle, like that, oh. like he was going to try to fuck me, I guess. But like, wow. ew, I was like literally I was such a kid. And so I was like, Kyle, like, you mean Kyle's going to turn on me? Like he's the enemy. I have to protect myself from Kyle. Oh. I love you, Kyle, if you're listening. <laughs> um, but um, and we maintained our platonic relationship despite Thank his goodness. disgusting man thoughts. Right. He prob- no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> there was never there was never any kind of weirdness there. So. Um, so yeah, so then he gave me like this little gold, it was a little gold ring and I didn't have like the true love weights one, um, mm. that, that became popularized at some point, but yeah. And I, um, I mean, I guess I agreed to it. Like my, my memories of it are pretty vague except for just being like, okay. And then, well, I mean, I thought it was special. Right. I mean, my dad gave nice me jewelry. this ring. Yeah. Um, then I think I broke it and I think they might've gotten me another, a second one even, yeah, but then I just it. like slowly was like, by the time I was like, I don't know, high school. I was and like, you I'm understood not. what it was. You were like, nah. Yeah. And I don't, yeah, I don't think I had, yeah. And I was getting, I just didn't have a sense of it, but I mean the idea. And then I, I mean, I heard all the rest of the stuff later in church later, he ran a Christian camp. So I got to hear like, you know, all of those uh, pieces of it and yeah and but I, I will say he did do it with my brothers as well oh they got them they got them too well, so good. a good. little bit better equal opportunity um I'm curious what their conversation was like one of the things that was really confusing to me about it was that it was like the I just took from it like the boys are coming for you right and it's your job to stop to lock it down yeah and so instead of like I might have, you know, I might be interested in boys. And I've always been like pretty, pretty boy crazy, mm-hmm. even when I was like a young, a young kid. So uh, that was the part that was weird about it. And then they were very, very strict about like, modesty. Um, and it was weird because I had to change, you know, because I would go from living with my mom during the year uh, and then go to living with my dad in the mm-hmm. summer in Missouri while well, I lived at the beach with my mom. That sucked. Um, who wants Missouri. to go? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, yeah. I've seen that movie with Kathy Bates. I don't want to go there. It's like not. I don't, I don't like it. And and it's the weather. I mean, it sucks. It's hot. There's no. It's there's floods and fucking. I mean, it's like tornadoes. I mean, constant. It's not made for humans. And and then mega churches. That's all it is. Just mm. and cornfields and mega churches. Well, it's God's country. And, and malls. They have malls. Mm-hmm. Um. 
Sorry if any of our listeners are from Missouri and like <laughs> love it so, so much. In Maybe if you lived in like St. Louis or something, it would be better. But we were near mm. Kansas City. So, but not in Kansas City. So, yeah. And then, but I don't know. It really, it really affected me, all of, all of this messaging. And it was very, yeah. It, apparently, like it was a whole, a whole phenomenon throughout the, it was like the trend. Yeah. The I mean, it ingrains shame into you immediately yeah that's why millennials in our generation are so fucked up around sex thank god for this like generation z like they're so evolved and i know non-gender non-conforming non-binary like they're like just down for whatever they're just open didn't grow up with this shit and and you, you have to think like you have to think about it now like because we had all these parameters, even even outside of that that extreme Christian culture. Like, mm-hmm. how would we? I don't know what choices I would have made if like the world was my oyster when I was coming into my sexuality. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so yeah, it's super it's super interesting. Um, yeah. So this whole purity movement started in the eighties during the Reagan years, and. Um, he passed the Adolescent Family Life Act, also known as the Chastity Act, um, allowing government for the first time in U.S. history to fund abstinence-only advocacy programs. So, of course, Reagan opened opened that door for the extreme religious right and politics kind of and, and combined. The consequences ever since. Yeah, for real, dude. Reagan fucked us. I, uh, yeah. Fucked us hard. Um. And yeah, and he was taking like that, just that whole idea. It's very confusing about like the mixing of church and state and then using, yeah, using the government to, to put forward these kind of things. But then they just, I think then they decided they had to make it like cool to be abstinent. Right. Well, they brought, they had like celebrities. Disney was a big part of this. Um, you had celebrities like Miley Cyrus, the Jonas Brothers, Britney Spears, like that's like the main one um jessica simpson who wore purity rings and talk about how they're you know abstaining from sex and they're saving themselves and it's it's like being a virgin is definitely like a um a word for like moral superiority like oh you're you know it's just it's so it's fucked up the way we like fetishize um, virginity virginity in in our culture um so yeah and then there was um i guess i think 1995 is when the silver ring thing got started yes um which i guess it was founded in in arizona yuma mm-hmm. arizona yeah and they would start doing Concert style events. I will give Christians like comedians and I'll like, give Christians this. They know how to put on a show when they're yeah when they're trying to like. I mean, I do wish that there were more activities available for teens. Like it's very hard. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you're a teen, mm-hmm. what the fuck are you supposed to do? You can't go to the bar. Right. So I mean, if you're trying to like detract from people like drinking and getting Doing pregnant, and, I mean, yeah. then like yeah, give them something fun to do. And mm-hmm. the Christians are good at that. But then you have to take it with the side of this, you know, sexual repression. side of God and yeah. So, but yeah, they started. Um, but the Southern Baptist Convention um, is actually like the group that ended up pushing the silver ring thing. Mm. And I just listened to a podcast on them the other day 
and they were founded in 1845 over the issue of slavery. So, and my dad was in, my dad went to the Southern Baptist Convention, I recall that. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't confronted him with this information. <laughs> but they, yeah, they specifically split. And so Southern Baptists were the ones who were like, we think abolition is a terrible idea. And we're going <laughs> to double down on our racism. Mm. They've apologized for it. <clears throat> Much later, this I like maybe in the nineties, and and then they had one black man accept the apology on behalf of all black oh, people. Oh, weird! <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> so, <laughs> so these are the people behind the silver ring thing. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, the government has been involved in this for like President Clinton, which is like just insane. So he signed the nineteen ninety six Welfare Reform Act, um, and that started $50 million per year going towards specifically absentee-funded education to prevent teen pregnancy. So all this came about is because of the 1980s, the HIV-AIDS virus crisis. Like, everyone was very worried about um, STDs, STIs, also teen pregnancy was on the rise. Um, So they're like, what the fuck do we do? Um, And then I guess Christians saw their, their opening and the silver ring thing. They were also government funded by George W. Bush after Clinton, and they would get $1 million in federal funding for over three years. Wow. And later the ACLU brought a a lawsuit against the federal government because of this funding. Because Because they're an insanely religious group. I was trying to look up in general just like how much money, how much profit was made off of this kind of bananas. It was hard. It's hard to pin down because. Well, it was so many different organizations. Yeah. And then they're bringing in. Yeah. They're bringing in these private folks. business to sell these rings individually. And then. And they and they are also training. So they do and they do it for the youth. And then they also train the parents. Mm-hmm. I saw one thing that they were like encouraging the parents to also wear the ring to like demonstrate the purity but they're having are the parents not fucking sex yeah um yeah it's and i think the disturbing part is like they're talking about they start this like before well with giving no actual context about what sex is about oh yeah exactly and then they use and spreading misinformation saying things like condoms do not work well they say that a condom can't protect your heart that's their oh. big yeah there's no you can't put no, a condom around your there's heart. no condom for the heart guys Aww. um and they would just i mean i saw i i think i saw the rose one but they had all these things where they would like show you that like if you had sex you would be like dirty and used up and nobody would want you so mm-hmm. then they and they would do like a gum, a gum chewing one too where they'd be like look at this piece of gum oh now it's a chewed piece of gum who does anyone want this oh. gum does anyone want this gum now Wow. Um, such shame, dude. Such shame. But it's all on the woman, of then course. Shame, but then also simultaneously, they would be like, I remember this one woman who's actually like a family friend. Um, I, I should have looked up what she's saying about this stuff now because I think some of the Christians have obviously like started to realize that this was a problem. Right. Um, and I remember like, they, she was just like sex like it was almost like it was very sexy the way that they would talk to you about it. they'd be like your marital sex is gonna be oh yeah they so hype hot it. yeah so good you're gonna have the best sex ever if you wait if and you, you wait. 
reserve this for your husband. I mean, obviously it goes without saying, but like all of the assumptions were, you know, that you're going to, I mean, the heteronormative mm-hmm. marriages, you know. Um, I mean, they were boy at the same time. They're boycotting Disney for they might have been friends with one second, but then they were like, "Oh, they gave health insurance to domestic partners." No, uh, banned all Disney. Can you imagine? As a kid, there was a period of time when I was like, "No Disney movies allowed." That's crazy. I didn't know that happened. Yeah. Um, what the fuck? I knew Harry Potter wasn't a thing because that's witchcraft. Well, that's witchcraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And Halloween, they were really against Halloween. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the devil. So work. like they would use this like, but they would try to get the, like they would actually use like the sexual energy that like young you mm-hmm. know developing right to be like yeah yeah just wait it's gonna be hot oh my god hot well, married sex whenever and also it's like and then these people get married when they're like no practice. babies yeah exactly Dude, like, like twenty very young twenty two sometimes younger Jesus I saw I didn't read this article but like isn't North Carolina a a child marriage state ew 14 years old 14 year old children can get married yes i just read the article today our register of deeds which like props to him and i i kind of worked with that a little bit in the world but like our register of deeds said uh that he wants to stop because people are coming earlier this year he married Uh, a 49 year old to a 17 year old people are specifically coming to north carolina to like have their little child brides i think you can get married when you're 16 with parental consent but you can get married at 14 if you're pregnant which is means that then you're saying that like marriage rape. is okay because it's fucking rape oh jesus fucking rape yeah yeah That's, um gosh. <laughs> north carolina <laughs> yeah your bass backwards for Oof. sure um so oh and then there was there was also a really popular book called I Kissed Dating Goodbye. Did you find out about this one? Oh, I mm-hmm. knew about this. And I, I was given a book called And the Bride Wore White. Mm. Um, and I guess that was, you know, about your pure white dress and everything. Mm. Um, and Joshua Harris wrote this book in 1997. And it, it got so extreme. There, there was even a movement like, because abstinence to them doesn't just mean no p and the v right it's like no touching no no being alone with opposites like that's where mike pence gets his bullshit no being alone with other women with opposite sex Mm -hmm. um they also encourage you to um control your impure thoughts so like even if you were thinking about Uh, fucking that's not cool um you should like immediately pray I mean, I guess, or talk to somebody, um, and then of course the modest, the modest dress, because God forbid, you know, someone sees your stomach and then just has, wants to come, or like a sp- spaghetti strap or something. A spaghetti strap. Yeah, don't show that shoulder. But I mean, this like um, waiting for marriage thing also plays into like all like the teen romance novels that we grew up with in the movies, like Twilight. That's like a huge fucking thing like you're waiting for marriage also the male is this incontrollable beast like you but also she was kind of sexual too she's like I want you but then they don't have sex until they're married really I yeah yeah actually I was really into it honestly the when I saw Twilight in theaters that was my first like I 
felt horny in the movie theater. Aww. And that was like my first. It's uh, a good place to masturbate. They say. They say oh, I mo- didn't. I was with my best friend. They, I didn't masturbate. But we were both like, movie whoa, theater dude. seats are covered in lots of cum. I would imagine. I have been fingered in a movie theater. Oh, we all have. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's universal. Um, the, yeah, they. Well, I, I did see one Twilight movie now that I say that. My ex was very into Twilight, and I was like, okay, I'll go with you. But I was like the third one. I didn't know what was happening. Oh, okay. You know, like I missed them. First one's the best. It's also ridiculous. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, and they're – so like they want to build up this – it's weird. So they want you to have sexual feelings enough so you can feel the sexual tension right. to know like that you can – Well, because they well, can't they deny it. it worth the wait. Yeah. Right? Like you have to have some – there has to be a light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you working up to? But honestly – you gotta oh, no practice. masturbating. I don't. I mean, masturbating was definitely not okay. It's so crazy. I mean, it that makes me, no sense. You, yeah, that seems like the most effective strategy. And why would God hate that? Exactly. God gave you fingers. You're loving yourself. That's a form of self-love. I don't understand I God, why they're against masturbating. God would be proud. Um, yeah, be like, oh, show me what those fingers can do. But I kiss, I kiss dating goodbye um, even went so far as to suggest that well first of all they don't use the language of dating like they're not okay because if you date then you might that can lead to to fucking yeah or something but they actually suggest courtship which is more mm-hmm. of a style where you're kind of going through like your families and then the parent like the fathers to like uh. get yeah like okay like so i would express interest in you if i well not you because that you're a woman that would be very not okay but the the um yeah with whoever and then like the families talk about it and then they kind of facilitate the whole thing this is some like jane austen Hmm. mr darcy shit yeah and they went so far as to even suggest that kissing would be too much it's a gateway drug yeah exactly yeah which Honestly, I'm a little with them. On, I mean, on the principle. Gets you like, all hot and bothered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Well, we learned we the mouth is a fucking that tes- As soon as that organ. testosterone. So maybe like a peck, but True. you want, don't get to get those tongues out of there. And those young boys are filled with testosterone. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I get I mean, I mean, get the idea behind abstinence if, in terms of like anything in life. Like, but it clearly doesn't work. All the studies that came out. um, they, that were conducted um, found that teenagers taking virginity pledges were just as likely to contract STIs as teenagers who didn't participate in these programs. Also, a study from 94 to 96 found that 88% of pledgers had premarital intercourse. Of course. Wow. <laughs> See, and I always felt weird about like any kind of pledge. I mean, I just don't think I, I don't feel like I can make future promises to a self I don't yet know. That makes sense. Like, this is generally yeah. speaking, you know? Um, I mean, even with marriage, like we had the talk like, okay, I mean, yeah, this is our intention. Our intention is to continue this on a lifelong mentality. But, um, you know, I can't I can't say I swear to God. I mean, obviously, we know we see marriages. We know the end. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fuck ton. Um, But I kissed dating goodbye, dude, actually flipped it. He flipped the script later on and was like, sorry about that. That I did that. He said, I regret standing against marriage equality for oh. not affirming you and your place in the church and for any ways that my writing and speaking contributed to a culture of exclusion and bigotry. Oh, shit. So he's apologizing him. for the anti-gayness, which is great. But also, like, I think the other piece was, and he made a whole documentary about it. Um, but he 
he also regretted like the fact that he promised people great marital sex. <laughs> yeah. Because as we all know, well, I mean, also I think in any sexual relationship, especially a long-term one, you're going to have like ups and downs. Yeah, for sure. And then you're going into it. You don't And communication know. is key. And you know, like these people are not talking about like communicate what you want personally to your partner. It's all, honestly, it's probably like you need to please your husband. Well, I mean, that's literally like a, I've heard that put forth biblically before. Right. That you, that when your husband wants to have sex, you're supposed to have sex with him. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you have so little, like, because you've closed yourself off to this for so long, like, this is bad, this is bad. Mm -hmm. Then I think a lot of times when people start, even if they did wait, they start having sex, they feel shame and oh. guilt. Of course, yeah. Even though it's like, okay, now, but they've been so, for so long, like if you trained yourself to be like, I'm going to resist even an impure thought, mm -hmm. you know? And they're not practicing safe sex because they didn't learn about that. That's so crazy to me that parents could opt out of uh, public school um, sex education. Yeah. That's insane. Well, you can, you can still do that here, I believe. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, uh, I was showing a house the other day and I saw, <laughs> saw a book of clearly homeschool family. Mm. Oh, I think I, I talked about that on Madison Coffin that it was like the or the creation of astro astronomy through creationism. I was like, oh. oh, you know, and there's obviously no regulation around that. True. Um, oh my God, dude. And we're going to have a lot. I think we're going to have a big generation of homeschooled children now with the coronavirus. Yeah. Well, of course. But I mean, I think some of them are guiding, you know, they have some guiding curricula. Yeah. But they, and I think the other problem about like doing this is that like sexual abuse. Uh-huh. Well, not only does it, well, sexual abuse on multiple fronts. One, you're going to feel shame. I mean, you probably already, like that's already something that normally happens in that experience. But then you feel like you can't tell, like you've done something wrong or now you're tainted forever because mm -hmm. somebody abused you or it leaves room to quiet victims because they are not going to, they're going to be, I mean, as we know, people don't report most of the time anyway. Yeah. Um, but you're even less likely, I would think, to do so if this is, if this is what you've been taught. And it's like, and that, all that messaging, like you can't get it back. You're ruined forever. Right. Um, I mean, there was there was um, a movement where they would be like, know, here's a second second time, second chance virginity ring. That's ridiculous to me. Yeah. Like, what? how do you even, like, explain that? What, what's their thing? They're like, okay, you well, prayed I mean, it away. You realized you sinned. Well, I mean, I guess in our Like a Virgin episode, we talked about that, that, like, virginity... I mean, honestly, it's just the whole a made up fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a fictional because what what counts? And that's like, right. That's another thing that would come into um, into play. I read a study that said that 28 percent of those who are maintaining their celibacy thought that anal didn't count, which is something that I've heard. And then 44 percent thought that oral didn't count. So, mm -hmm. Um, I was actually I was talking to a friend who's here, here in our home right now uh, <laughs> earlier saying that, that they knew somebody who dated someone who they would only do oral. But like, honestly, maybe I could I could live with that. 
yeah. for a while. Sure. Yeah. I could, I could live on oral only, like as a teen. <laughs> oh, definitely. And then you don't have risk of pregnancy on top of it. Yeah. Maybe I mean, we that's should, pretty good. Maybe that's... Encourage oral Maybe sex. it's oral only. Instead of abstinence only, oral only. And we call it oral moral. <gasps> moral oral. We, could, we should start giving out like oral... Uh, <laughs> what would we give out? Tongue ring? No. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a tongue ring. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then they... And then at 81% of people who did end up having sex before marriage um, did not regret it and 45 percent who waited till marriage slightly regret the waiting mm. okay yeah yeah it makes sense what if it's the only person you've ever tried with i just have a million questions i don't even necessarily think i th- i can kind of see like the only having sex with one person thing i can kind of see that if that's mm-hmm. your thing but it's some people's thing right and and that's fine but, well, I mean, obviously I relate to that to some degree and that I, like, participate in a monogamous relationship. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, but what if you, like, physically, like, what if it just doesn't work? What if you were allergic to their sperm? Could happen. What if their their dick doesn't fit inside of you? What if they're hung like a donkey and you're like, ah, yeah, you know? Um, donkey dick is a real problem out there. And I would think just generally, like, trying to figure out your... Um, like your, you know, your sexuality. It's yeah, like exactly. And also their system doesn't make sense when you're like girls only. Like, because if you have somebody who's, if girls are attracted to other girls, your whole like keep everyone right. separate yeah. mentality doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. But I totally hooked up with someone at Christian camp just to like. Did you have your ring on? See if I could. No, I was I was done with the oh, ring okay. by then. But I'm pretty sure that they were like, they had a ring. Dupe. I was pretty. Was it oral? Uh, yes. Nice. There. Well, to me, which was Ooh. great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Props to was that Christian boy. Did it go both ways? Definitely to me. Um, Dang. Yeah. And then hand hand things. <gasps> wow. And I just felt like he knew what he was doing. But he was like a very. It was he was a very staunch Republican in the Bush years, and oh, you know that's the part. A young I, Republican. I had to swallow that part. Yeah. To swallow the other parts now. <laughs> I feel like that's a win, though. If it's, like a young Republican goes down on you, right? And maybe my liberal pussy like changed his life. I don't know what Hopefully. he's up. I don't know what he's up to these days. He might I be was, a big trumper. I remember his first name, but not his last name, because I was gonna try to find him on Facebook. Uh, to be like, you, you should look him up, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there are people who are cha- who are like, it's cool that Josh Harris like you know, is trying to do it a different way. Although I don't think he's like really apologizing for the sentiment. Biblically speaking, it's not even a like, thing. A thing. Right. Which my mother in law actually pointed out to me. I really appreciated it. Because oh. all the Bible verses about it say sexual sin. So there's like a new movement to say like, well, sexual sin would be things like non consensual sex. Like mm. mm-hmm. uh it would be you know, like more along the lines of, well, I mean, if I said sexual sin, I would think, or like, or, a, you know, adultery, I would think right. would be a sexual sin if you committed That's to the something. main one. Yeah, yeah. That's a sexual sin. Obviously, abuse is a sexual mm-hmm. sin. 
uh, marrying. Looking at you, Catholic Church. Marrying a baby. Well, oh, yeah, but that was the other thing about Josh Harris. He ended up working for a church that ended up having like all these abuse allegations. I just don't think you hear about the abuse allegations in the evangelical circles as much because they're not interconnected the way that the Catholic Church is, oh. like systematically. Okay, yeah. So it's just going to happen on an individual basis. Yeah. But I mean, what an opera. What an opportunity for abuse. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's it's not cool, and and then and then they they break their own policies, and it's very much too like the idea is like oh of course got like I think there's a lot more forgiveness coming towards men from that, or at least that's how I always felt about it when I was for um, having sex. Yeah, like oh, they must, well, yeah, because they messed up. Of course they yeah. did. Their urges, yeah, they have to. They can't control them, you know. Yeah, and the yeah, the, the shame is all on the woman, and she's tainted and chewed gum. What was the flower thing you were talking about? Is it like you take petals off or something? Yeah, you rip the petals off, you throw them on the ground, you stamp okay. them. Then it's not a flower Sometimes anymore? Sometimes they like spit on cookies. I mean, it's... it's whoa, what? I think Oreos, yeah. And then you can't eat the cookie? Yeah, because you spit on the floor. Okay, five second rule though. <laughs> um, but um, going back to like the celebrities who are involved in um least purity movement so the next generation of i went down a disney rabbit hole on this so the next generation of like disney stars was like zendaya and bella thorne i had to look up who bella thorne was but um they're both like pretty um liberal with sexuality and um gender norms and lgbtq community but bella thorne recently came under fire because she made a only fans account um last week and she made one million dollars in a day and totaled two million dollars by the end of the week so um this relates to the cam girl scam so i'm thinking what if the cam girl scam was bella thorne because um she was charging two hundred dollars for nudes and she got like fifty thousand subscribers but she was misleading. Um, the pictures were just her in lingerie. Um, so, so she wasn't nude enough. She was not nude enough, and fans requested thousands of uh, dollars in refunds and processing costs from OnlyFans. And then, like, OnlyFans released a statement. They changed their whole policy immediately after. But they said this has nothing to do with Bella Thorne. But all these sex workers on the um, on OnlyFans are blaming her. Is it saying like vaginas? Vagin- vaginas must be visible. Is that what's the policy? No, no, it's for the for the worse. And it, honestly, it doesn't make sense for their business platform. Like, um, so they're saying that they are. So she was tar- charging two hundred dollars for nudes. They've maxed fifty dollars for exclusive content. So you can only charge a max of fifty dollars now. And they capped their tips at $100. And before, they had no cap. So, And also, you can't get paid weekly anymore. So now you have to get paid monthly. Boo. So all so these sex workers are... Yeah, they're losing money. They're losing income. Also, when a... bucks. That's nothing. I mean, if you're, like, giving them, like, video content. If you're content, actually giving them, you know, a Or lot. personal video... If you, like, personal video content. That's also dangerous, too. Like, that's putting you out there. 
also like when a celebrity joins this kind of platform it already like um it dilutes the pool so everyone's gonna flock to that celebrity so it's already taking away money so i mean people are pretty pissed at her um, well, i mean it sounds like it's not really her fault I, no but also she I did mean, a she weird sh thing where she lied about why she created OnlyFans. She said it was for um, a role with this one director. But then he came out and said, I haven't talked to her about it. I don't it. even know who this person is. So that's not good. But yeah, I I think people are just kind of, she's a, she, like a scapegoat or, you know, for but this. But does she have a purity right now? Did she repent and now she's going to have her second virginity? Hopefully, you know, let's pray for Praise Bella be. Thorne right now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So. Um, wow. That's it's. So that sucks. Like, fuck OnlyFans. Like, why would they cap money? Because they're making money. When yeah, they're when their clients seems, make money, they make money. So why would you very cap that counterintuitive? Shit? I don't get it. You know, maybe she should just move on over to ChristianMingle.com and she'll be able to get all uh, of the, you know. I remember those commercials. I mean, I know, I personally know people who really are still, you know, Saving reserving, it. reserving their whatever. I mean, the idea of purity in the, to begin with is, is insane, right? It's a gross concept. Well, not only that, it's like also like the Bible straight up is like, yo, we all sin. Right. Aren't you born? Like, you're yeah. as a baby, you're born, you're born with a sin? sinner. So like. Thanks to your eve it's all our fault. thanks yeah it's all women it's i know all, we do we cause all the wars it's all on us <laughs> we're in trouble for it um i read a, my therapist recommended this book this week i haven't read it yet but it's called the uh, sacred wound by Teresa pasquale and um it's all about spiritual trauma because a lot of folks like even folks who get out of this community mm -hmm. who decide that they want to walk away from it, they're still suffering from the trauma of what this is. I mean, honestly, Most definitely. I mean, I think my therapist probably brought it up to me because she thinks that I right. am dealing. Oh, I mean, I am to a degree. I I mean, I'm, I feel like fortunately, well, I guess it was very confusing to me because I felt like I was being told that I was bad. Like when I was a developing woman, mm -hmm. I was told that it was bad for me to like just be my, myself or wear, right. wear things like that I was inherently. And I was like a really like follow the rules kind of kiddo. Um, you have to hide things that are happening to your body yeah, naturally. Like, what do you mean? Like, and why? so like you're, you're like that your body itself is, is wrong. changing and you're like, ugh, you have to hide your. I'm just looking at my boobs right yeah. now. I don't <laughs> She's just holding I'm them. Just like hide She's cradling them. them. Hide Put them, them away. Put them I can't away. Show these guys. Um. Yeah. The, the rules don't make a lot of sense. Um. I saw a like a meme the other day though about like spaghetti straps and masks. Like in school, like they're not enforcing kids wearing masks, but like you have a fucking spaghetti strap, they're on you. Yep. You know. Fucking ridiculous. Um. Yeah. It's too much. Um. But I did find this really cool pastor named Nadia Bowles Weber. And she says that purity culture is rape culture. Mm. And I have to agree with her. She started a church that she's since passed off called the House for All Sinners and Saints. Ooh, cool. I really like that. She's got like tats everywhere. Cool, cool gray hair like style. Um, and <laughs> she... 
she had all these people mail her their purity rings. Ooh. She melted them down. Ooh. She had them cast into a vulva. What? And then she gave it to Gloria Steinem. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> I, I will definitely love that. We'll story. share this video. I'm gonna find it on the gram. I have it on. I know where it is on Twitter, but we don't. We don't use our Twitter, so you'll never see it there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always forget we have a Twitter. Um, no, maybe I will share it. But but yeah, I was like, that's so badass. And she talked, but I loved it. I I watched this one piece. It almost made me be like, maybe I could accept it. She was she was just like, you can't throw out all you know. So many we can't let the powerful people co opt what. Like there are good thing, the good things that are about this. Although I still say it's all made by men. Mm-hmm. But she was saying like our jagged edges is what makes us all, you know, like go together. I don't think there's anything wrong with sex. I think God, I mean, intended for us to have sex. Right. If you if believe in a God, for sure. Like isn't yeah. he all about procreation or, or whatever? She, they. Sure. Yeah, yeah. God, yeah. My God would definitely use either she or they pronouns. I I saw, um, <laughs> hi, I'm God, and I use she, they pronouns. Um, I saw this guy in South Carolina, like, yelling out on the side of the road at a gas station just, like, about repenting and we're sinners and blah, blah, blah. I mean, in a ga- it was like a highway gas station. It wasn't even, like, a real town. And Dude. I wanted to scream out, uh, God is, God is God a, woman. a woman. But then... But then, like, a cop rolled up at the exact same time. Mm, and Yeah, no. Now's not the time no. for me to be dealing with the police. But I did say to the lady in the gas station, I was like, so. What's this, up with that guy? Is this is normal? He, yeah, is he here is he, reg- is he a regular? And she's like, I don't. I just try not to pay attention to him. Wow. So he comes there, like, On the lot. reg. Yeah, he had, a, he had a car that was, like, branded with whatever, you know. Those people are dangerous. Those are the types of people who are going to abortion clinics too. But what do you think is like the what do you think is the core? I was thinking about this question. Mental overall. illness. What's the core overall of like the hatred of sexual or the want to repress the sexuality? I mean, it obviously is rooted in heteropatriarchy. Right, because it's it's focused on repressing women's sexuality. Like women cannot be sexual in any way. But then they're also like then later, well, then they're trying to make it seem more equal. So then they involve, involve men in it. Well, I mean, the men of the Bible just sleep with everyone. Right. Yeah. They're raping a lot. Right? Yeah. They're raping. Yeah. Pillaging. Enslaving. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it, and like when we, when we get these, when we start to have like really negative relationships with sex, it's like, you know, that I just, it's truly dangerous. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that they're playing that all the way out, you know. Um, and I'm like not, I don't know, I'm not worried about, like I remember thinking like, oh wow, you know, as I started to like have sex and stuff like that, I just was like, wow, this seems really wild. Like, no, well, first of all, they told me, what they said to me is that I'm just going to be a chewed up piece of gum. Right. And that yeah. no one's going to want to fuck me. Bad news, guys. <laughs> Run. <laughs> no one has ever been like, how many people have you had sex with before they... Right. Like, I've, I'm have i not a chewed up piece of gum. Mm-hmm. People, people want me still. Well, again, it's like just like instilling that myth of like moral superiority for virgins. Like you see like in every teen drama, like, oh, you're a virgin. It's, e- it's either like a really good thing they... 
they show like oh right, i want right. or a bad thing you know because it's like oh don't have sex with a virgin because then she'll like imprint on you or something because shit. no matter what you do with your body it's yeah not, it's not right exactly yeah um yeah so if you're if you're still hearing these things in your i would love to hear other folks stories too because like mine was just a fraction like i don't think i've had to deal with the the trauma of it on the other end mm-hmm. um as much because i did have exposure to other things and like i wasn't constantly being told this is the way right um, I don't even think I went back to my mom and was like, hey, mom, dad's saying, dad's saying uh, Kyle's trying to fuck me. No, I, I don't remember, like, I don't remember us really talking about it. Well, at the time, I mean, I think I did buy into it to some degree. Of like, yeah, oh, yeah. this is how you, I mean, definitely the you're, good girl. I'm a good girl. Right. I think I was a good and girl. And your parental figure was like, this is... This is the truth. This is what's happening. Be afraid of these men out here. And, and you're the, like, okay, I'll listen to this well, man in my life. And the gross thing is, is that he used himself, like, as the example. Like, I know because I'm a gross man. Mm. You know? Mm. I know how gross men are. And it's like, ah, oh, dad. I, I just feel like I still hear men say. No, like, they definitely do. Use yeah. that sentiment of, like, I know. I know how, what boys are thinking because right. I was a boy. But, I mean, I know what girls are thinking. And I also think lewd thoughts. I just don't. Yeah, I'm just not a predator. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> that, like that's the difference. Like, I'm, yeah. Like, do I think disgusting thoughts? Do I watch guys in basketball shorts? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Modesty, guys. Modesty. Mm-hmm. And I'm, just, like, yeah, but I never think, like, I'm going to violate them or. Yeah, jump on that donkey yeah, dick. Yeah, they should protect themselves from me, though. I mean, I'm, like, I'm often. It, and that's why I think I overall struggle with that because I'm usually, I would say I'm the sexual aggressor. Aggressor. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, because why, why are we wasting time? Anybody could want me. I should just go for the ones that I like off the bat. Right. Unless you're a used up piece of gum and then I'll spit you right back out. <laughs> <laughs> People like used gum, turns out. <laughs> But uh, yeah, if you're in a if you're in a church community, like make sure that you're, uh, you may not be listening to you, this podcast, honestly. Yeah, that's true. But like people have the internet now, thank God, on your phones, like it's readily available. You can get information way more easily, I think, than we could. We we had dial up, bro. Yeah, and now <laughs> and we have WAP now. So thank God, thank God. It's for it's for Hallelujah. feminism. Hallelujah. Yeah. Contrary to what Ben Shapiro thinks. Yeah, it's. Well, and they're all, they're all just like, and that, I mean, that that shows you like what a threat mm-hmm. women's sexuality is oh, yeah. to the world, that it would be like this firestorm, like, oh, the children. P word. He couldn't even say pussy. Mm. That wet ass P word. P word. It gets worse. <laughs> it does. It's, and it's a very, it is a very sexy video. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. I mean, ugh. I just want I want all of the outfits. Yeah, you do like animal print. I love I love it. Maybe I'll have to be this year because last year I was a cheetah. Maybe this year I'm just gonna cut oh. out the boobs on oh, my dress yes. and then just get some pasties. <laughs> I watched that video with my husband. He's like, "That's a crazy outfit." Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like admit it, you like it. I know, right? Because it's just like it's just boobs. Yeah. Who doesn't love boobs? They're great, and they feed the world. They do. <laughs> um, thanks for listening, and we will be back next week with another exciting topic.